Welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barris. Well, Matt. Yes, Leanne. <laughs> you were able to turn the switch on to your little blue spruce trees by the porch. It's been about a year since you shamed me for having my Christmas lights up so long. But you know what? Well, I mean, you did have them up in like May. Easy killer. Because here's the thing. They're white lights. So remember, yeah, yeah, we're setting yeah. like... Olive Garden ambiance in my yeah, front yard. Okay, right. So yeah. white lights are cool. Yeah. There is less of a time frame on them, but I did not have them on all summer. No, you didn't. So I was proud of you. This is where all the fruit of our hard labor pays off where I don't have to put Christmas lights in my little bushes again. No, you just have you just been there. You just turn just the turn switch them on. on. Yeah. Just turn them on. So Merry Christmas. Laugh all you want. <laughs> but guess who doesn't have to put Christmas lights on? You. <laughs> That's right. And you know who else? Kelly Be Brave. Kelly B. Brave, our friend Kelly, yeah. she and I hold the same belief yes, you do. about Christmas yes. lights. So Kelly, Kelly Brownlee, I'm standing in solidarity you. with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Hey, well, tell us about your good day. Okay. My good day was recently, um, we had Christmas tree lights or Christmas yeah. lights put up on our house. See, you're fancy. It, well, I, I, you know, it was just, it just worked out well, that way. You're 55. I'm 55. So you're not getting on no, the ladder. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, lord. <laughs> There's no. no way you're climbing oh, up, no. up on those peaks no, of and, your white farm. Daryl isn't getting up on the ladder That's either right. to put up Christmas, right. Christmas lights. I mean, he was raised on, but she wasn't raised with Christmas lights. <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> precious Zach and Cassidy from Beloved Lights came yeah. and and did our lights and then stayed for supper. You know what makes me feel old? What that I. I was Cassidy's youth pastor, yes, and now she's like married, married, running a small business, with and her not husband. just married, like just married. She's no. been married for several years now. I know, and they are just the most lovely couple. I know, made some cheesy precious. pull apart bread, had wonderful conversation around the table for a long time. Like yeah. it wasn't just like we sat there for half an hour. We sat there for a few hours, yeah. and. I think they ended up leaving around midnight. I mean, we just yeah. really had a great conversation and just midnight. Yeah, I know. What? I know. You're, you're run, running I with know, the young kids I know, these days. I know. What can I like? <laughs> what about you? Us 38 year olds. We don't stay up till midnight. So I'm okay, proud of especially you, especially with little children. <laughs> That's right. What's your um, good day? My good day was a couple of weeks ago. We talked about um, the squishies from Toy Rifix. Yes. Remember those? Yes. Um, we had like the gumdrop down yes. here. Listen, I, wish I, I had it. I, I, listen, right I loved those squishies so much that I actually kind of got a little distracted during the podcast. <laughs> you had to because put I was it down. Like, I love this thing. And then I, I was like, I have to put this thing away because I'm focusing on the squishy I know. instead of what we're I talking know. about. So. so, what's super fun is they um, heard about our live event that's coming up. Um, and they, they were heard so, our shout out. They heard on, our shout yeah. out on the podcast, and they sent me a box of like twenty five squishies to give away. And <gasps> so it was so awesome. So everybody's gonna get a squishy. Yeah, or everyone got a squishy. That's because amazing. I think this is gonna air after. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. So everyone got a squishy, and um, from yeah, so Nido, we're not giving up any so surprises. Awesome. Yeah, they've already it's happened. gonna be after. Yeah, um, but it was. It's just so fun when people recognize what you're doing and kind of say, "Hey, yes. thanks for shouting us out." And I just love that. Well, local toy I mean, store. let's let's talk about this. Two things within that little sentence. One is when people show gratitude. There's 100%. something just electric and wonderful and yeah. life-giving about that. Yeah. And two, when someone celebrates along with you. Absolutely. You know, I, there's always, you know, the old saying, like, there's, you'll find 10 people who will suffer with you, but you will find few people that will celebrate 100%. with you. So, Toyrifics, thank you thank very you. much. The other one that's pretty cool that's kind of, to kind of piggyback off of this is I got a message 
um, from well-seasoned table. And they gave two. They gave um, samples, but really what really, I actually called you last night when you were you, with yeah, the yeah, young you, people. Yeah, yeah, you were so excited. I was like, just give me a couple minutes. But well-seasoned table said that when we mentioned them on the podcast, they had a huge week after that and it actually gave them a bump to buy the supplies that they needed for the holiday rush that's oh, coming that's up. That's amazing. And so we love I love that. Yeah, and we I love, love them. I love knowing that yeah, because I, you know same. when you make a podcast sometimes it just kind of goes out into the world and you're like well, I hope it was impacted yeah, somebody. Yeah I hope it's good. So when we hear stories of that or when a small business that we mentioned says hey you gave us like a boost to buy more supplies for Christmas to help us kind of start this season yeah, uh, off on the right foot. That like, is incredible. It, that is like pouring gasoline on our fire. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was my good day. Um, today we're going to touch on a topic that we really have. We've like danced around a little bit. You know, we've talked about mm-hmm. our faith. We've talked yes. a lot about church. We've talked about church hurt. And we've talked about Jesus. Kind of, yes, yes. We've talked about the Bible. And so um, today we want to talk specifically about prayer and what does prayer mean to us and, and what does, does it, that look And like? does it work? Yeah. And you know, I think here's an interesting statistic that I found is right now in America, the latest poll that Gallup did around prayer was in May of 2023. They said that 61% of Americans pray. Wow. So what's that's, interesting that's to me. That's more than I figured. Well, and you know, I, I don't think there was a, are you praying to the God of the King James Bible? Are you praying to the non-denominational Jesus? Are you praying to white Jesus, black Jesus? Like, I don't think there were any caveats. So this yes. is like, okay. am right. I connecting through a prayer practice in some way? So I don't think it's necessarily, this wasn't a Christian group that, that um, did these statistics. This was just kind of like hey, America, are we praying? Mm -hmm. Because I think um, that people would say still in America that they believe in God. And and God means a lot of different things to a lot of people. Right, for sure. Now, for us, and I I can probably speak for you in this regard, but you can say yourself too. But God means, for me, God is my connection. My connection to God is only through Jesus Christ. And so I don't think everyone in America would say when they believe in God that their connection to God is through Jesus Christ. Well, well, and, and also, he's his son and, right. you know, the deity and, 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 and all and that. Yeah, yeah. And also, yeah, one, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I, I believe think... in the Father, Hun, I, I, Hun. I believe <laughs> in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right. And I, and I don't think that's what they were measuring, but I do find it fascinating yes. that 61% of Americans say that they are people that pray. Yes. And so what that leads me to believe is that we know that that's a need in our life, that we want that connection to something that's higher than us. Yes. I would say it's yeah. to God through yeah. Jesus Christ. And I would Christ, say most people, I would say most people long to believe in something greater than themselves. Absolutely. Um, it, I think that you, as you go through life, you're going to hit a ceiling of yourself and the people around you. Right. That if there is no... If there is no other greater being to believe in, that's pretty, that feels pretty dead end. Pretty hopeless. And pretty, pretty empty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, yes, I would, I would, I would agree. I would, now I can see why the statistic is that high. Yeah. So, Leanne, tell me this. Let's, let's go back. You know, we always like to go back before we go forward. What did, maybe in your faith tradition or in your life, let's say pre you getting married, what did prayer look like to you and what was that yeah yeah yeah. or maybe pre-college like your childhood i'm gonna say pre-2006 yeah yeah pre-prayer closet i know where you're going yeah Yeah. um 
I would say that prayer was more of a, uh, I mean, I, I, I prayed, but I, it was more of a formula. It was more of a, um, what I heard was being prayed around me. Right. Um, right. you know, the prayers before meals, very typical prayers. Yeah. Um, and also, um, prayer very much looked like praying for what you needed. Right. Like praying, you know, praying to God because you, you need something. Right. Um, I didn't look at prayer as part of my relationship Mm -hmm. with, with God. When you say it was a formula, was there a specific formula? Because I have a specific formula. Oh yeah, go ahead and say it because it was that. Well, mine was, you know, I grew up in a Baptist church, so we had a little bit of a traditional view. Um, and honestly, this is part, this might be a little bit of a, like, put a pin in this and come back to it. I feel like my upbringing in a Baptist, pretty conservative church was more about prayer as a formula to connect to God. And we really didn't bring the Holy Spirit into it. And Mm -hmm. I think that's Mm -hmm. been something Mm -hmm. in my adult life that's shifted. Mm -hmm. But in my childhood, our formula was either cats. Mm -hmm. Do you, did you ever do this? Yep. Yep. Cats or acts. Yep. Did you hear either of those? Yes. So, So cats would be for people who were like, we need to atone to God because we are so horrible that we need to, confess our sins we need to adore god we need to what does the t stand for thank him Uh and s is supplication Uh so we bring our request to god Uh now some people would say it's acts where we need to adore god before we confess our sins i don't know if god really cares just between us but (laughs) but um acts would be adore so we adore god for who he is we honor who he is and what's great about him um C is confess our sins or repent, repent, mm -hmm. T is thanksgiving and Mm -hmm. S is supplications Mm -hmm. or requests or interceding for other people. So, you know, there was a formula to it, but you know, what's so funny and this often happens when we have these discussions is I think as a angsty post conservative Baptist kid that went off to college, I could look at that and be really critical of Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. prayer's not a formula Mm -hmm. rah, and like Mm -hmm. kind of, Mm -hmm. Um, be cynical about well, that and kind of negate think, what it what it really meant, right? Yeah, and right. I think now as an adult, and especially as an adult with children, it makes me go, "Oh, that wasn't all that bad, right?" Like there is a part of that listen, we're, that is listen, a teaching model, yes. and you know, yes. And does... every decade, every decade, every decade, you know, we're just trying our best. That's right. Was, we're just out here trying That's our right. best, That's right? right? I mean, especially in Christian culture, we're just, you know, we're just doing. At the time, at the, at that time, we're just doing what we can. We're just doing our Absolutely. best. Right. So I, you know, I, what happened with me, what happened with my personal story mm-hmm. is, and I, and, and I, I don't want to ever go through anything like that again. Right. Um, right. I had a situation with my family that really became intense. And so I, I, was put in a posture of I like I I had no choice but to just like get on my knees and just absolutely give it all to God and just there was no formula believe me it was very messy it was very I mean that was when I literally was like I'm saying it all Mm -hmm. like I mean I was saying bad words in my prayers I was just saying it all I was saying everything that was like in my heart was coming out of my mouth to God. Right. And that's when everything changed for me. Was there someone 
that walked alongside with you during that time that kind of encouraged you to get away from the formula? Maybe it was like oh, a oh, mentor or a therapist. Yeah, yeah. my counselor. Because I know Maureen. And listen, we talk about Maureen all the time. We love, love counselor her. Maureen. Yeah. Um, did they lead you away from like stop praying safe and easy prayers? Well, like, I think I make think, it real and yeah, where you really are. Yeah, I think I think. Um, I think she was the one that started breaking down, like stop being, stop being the person that you think I want to hear you be. Mm, that's good. Like start being, start telling me how you really feel. That's stop, good. stop telling me the, the rehearsed kind of version or answer mm-hmm. that you think I want to hear or the that you think words. you should be. Yeah. She's like, and, and I remember, um, I, I had a prayer closet. You, mm-hmm. you've, you've seen my prayer closet in our old house. It was an old walk-in closet that we really didn't use. And so, um, Part of the reason I would go in there, I'm going to try not to get emotional, but can. That's part what, that's of the reason I would go in there is because I don't want to, I don't want our boys to see how just broken yeah. I was. And so I would just go in and just cry and just say to the Lord, like, I feel abandoned by you. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're silent. I feel like you're not here. I feel like, I feel like everything I've been raised to know and feel mm-hmm about Christianity and a Christian family is being tested. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't know if I can trust you. I, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I believe you anymore. Mm -hmm. And I, I need to know, like I, now I need to know if this is real. Right. Because I feel like it, it feels like life and death. I mean, it wasn't, but it felt like it, it felt like my heart was just being ripped, you know, out of my chest. And I'm like, I need to know if you are, who you say you are, because right. if you're not, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I, I just need to know. And there was one morning that I was just praying all of that. And there was a Sharpie marker laying near me. And this was like in 2006. Yeah. And I, um, picked, and I just had this thought, like I could just start writing on the walls. I could just start writing scripture on the wall. I could start writing his promises on the wall because I need them in front of me. I need, like, I need to see if this is going to work. Right. Like this is where the rubber is meeting the road for me. And so I just started writing all over the walls and, um, and, Part of just the breakdown of it was just allowing myself to pray the prayers that were in my heart that I hesitated or felt afraid to pray to God when God is not afraid of our emotions. Mm -hmm. He's not afraid. I I mean, I'm going to say it and it's a bad word, but I remember when I walked into the closet one morning and I just, the boys were at school and I just yelled like, God, this is bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like this is not yeah. fair. This is not right. And when I did that, I literally felt like something broke it, uh, something broke open in our relationship mm-hmm. where the Holy Spirit said, "All right. Now we're getting somewhere." Yeah. That's because good. now you are being 100% transparent with that's me. That's so good. You are being real with mm-hmm. me. And God just started to cultivate this just really wonderful, just authentic authentic and yeah. loving and sensitive relationship with me in that prayer closet. And that's Absolutely. when that's when prayer, that's when the, the the topic of prayer, the idea of prayer, that's when it all changed for me. It's so funny that you're referencing this moment because we've we talk about 
it's so funny because if you've been listening to these are good days for a long time, we kind of go back to some of these pivotal moments in our life. Right, right. Um, and when I think about prayer for me, similarly, it was formal church, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But in a, in a similar fashion, I remember when my dad passed away mm-hmm. and I was feeling the same emotions as you, but I had no words. So mine was, God, I'm speechless. Yeah. And I don't know what to say and I don't know what to do. How to pray. And yeah. I literally remember the first night that my dad died. I actually, this is, we always like tell these random, like funny little tidbits. I, Mallory and I, my wife and I um, slept at your house. Right. And we were sleeping in Teddy's room. Yeah. And he, you guys didn't have curtains on the window because you lived on 25 acres in Amish country. <laughs> yeah, it was and I remember floor. nobody was looking <laughs> in the window. I remember the moonbeam coming through on my face that night and literally had nothing to say except whispering the name of Jesus because I didn't know what else to do. And then through that, through the next few weeks and maybe even into months when I didn't know what to pray, the song that was, I don't know if it was popular at the time or if it just somebody shared it with me and it was on our hearts, but Mallory and I kept um, playing that song. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come fill this place and fill the atmosphere. That song because we didn't know what to do right. except for ask for God's presence to be with right. us. And right. we literally prayed, Holy Spirit, I'll, I'll never forget this. It was Holy Spirit, come. We welcome you in to our home. We welcome you into this situation. And then it was, God, I pray for peace. Right. Because there was so much turmoil and sadness mm-hmm. and grief. And trauma. That really what we could right. just pray is for peace. Yeah. And right. there wasn't a whole lot else to say. And so for me, it was my mouth was shut yeah, because I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. And it's beautiful that, that God is, God is big enough and omniscient enough to look into your heart and your mind and know exactly what you need and, and exactly how you're feeling. Absolutely. Um, I, I also think that, um, and, and, and this is just from my perspective. So I'm not saying this. This is all of Christianity by any stretch. Right. But sometimes I feel like what I see in here that is that was, uh, sometimes we give the enemy way too much power. Sometimes Absolutely. I feel like we talk about the, the power and the presence of the enemy more than we do the power and the presence of God himself. Right. Like he is... He is all powerful. You can welcome the Holy Spirit into your home, into your room, into your life. You can, you can pray and charge the angels to surround your property and protect your property. You, you, there, there's so much available to us Mm -hmm. with the topic of prayer that I think sometimes we we talk too much about what the enemy is doing and not enough about the power of God. Absolutely, and what I love about what you said too is we don't always know what we're asking God to do. Right. And I think that's okay. Cause he knows what we need more than we do. And so I think sometimes we're like, we don't even know what to ask God. And I think, I think he sometimes like, I don't expect you to have the answer. Right. As long as you're open and available for me to move in your heart. Right. I think that posture alone can sometimes set off something in the future. Yeah. And so, so, you know, so often I think about our, our relationship with the Lord is very, is I, well, think about how, how God created the family, a family structure, mm-hmm. like, or, or how we know a family structure mm-hmm. is that when we have parents and, and, you know, when our boys are calling me for, 
or I'm calling them four to five times a week. We right. are communicating. Right. We are telling each other things about our day, things about our life, things about what what's happening, questions that we're having, mm-hmm. you know, um, challenges that we're happy, having. And we we will uh, brainstorm and dialogue and and that builds our relationship. Totally. If we are not doing that with the person of Jesus, if right. we're not, if we're not engaging with the father, son, and Holy ghost, then right. we are, we are not investing in that relationship. Absolutely. It and, stays stagnant. Yeah. It just kind of stays. Right. So I no, think, yeah. I think that's when my relationship with, with God grew was when I was in, when I was praying, when yeah. I was, well, when I was in constant communication or praying with him daily. So tell me this, obviously we're talking about, finding like praying during both of our examples were crisis but what do you think are the other if you would describe why 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 pray if there's somebody listening that's like what's the point of this why would i why what does that look like for you besides crisis because i think often and maybe that maybe i'm wrong but i think often oh it took we go to jesus for when we're in crisis and and we have nowhere else to go And, and yeah and i would i would say that i i admit this I'm not proud of the fact that it took a crisis for me to, for my life to change with Jesus, you know, and for me to have a closer relationship with him. It it took a crisis. And, and now when I, I'm in a great season of my life and uh, how I express and how I pray mostly if I'm not praying for people Mm -hmm. is, is the gratitude I have. I mean, just this morning, but this, just this morning in the bathroom, I was like, God, Thank you so much for this shower and yeah. this water. I have so much water. Were you still singing "Open the Eyes of My Heart" Lord? <laughs> in the, in the no, bathroom? no, but but you know, I you know, and it's so I express my prayer. A lot of my prayers now are prayers of thanksgiving, gratitude, mm. thanking him for mm. who he is in my life and how he's where he's thanking him for where he's brought me from. Right. Um, and then, you know, praying for others. And, and I have a prayer and you know it, but I have a prayer that I pray over a property. Yeah. Um, I pray, I pray it every day is I, I say, um, angels of heaven, I charge you in the name of Jesus to surround and protect our property. Keep it safe from any harm seen or unseen. Yeah. Okay, listen to this. I was I was doing a little bit of digging. And this um did you know there are primary prayers from the Bible that have been modeled for us? Oh, so okay. the great part about this is there is a there is a manual. It's called the Bible. Let me <laughs> introduce you to it. And there are like seven main prayers that show up in the Bible. Okay, so I want to tell you tell oh, you them. The Lord's Prayer. Well, no, oh, not that, okay. not necessarily that would be like an example okay, of okay, a prayer. Okay, okay. But seven types of prayer. Okay. So you know when we were children, the cats model, the axe model. Right, right. So it's kind of those types of things. Okay. Like what types of prayer? Right. So seven main types are a prayer of faith. Mm-hmm. So God expand my faith or help me to trust you more. Um, the next one is agreement. So God, I'm conforming my will to your will. Mm, I so think good. that is a purpose of prayer mm. that is such a missed opportunity. And I think when we're when you're when you're just learning about faith or maybe you're young in your faith, you're like, God, give me this. Thank you for your, our food, you know, that kind of stuff. And none of that's bad at all. But when we can be in agreement with God, mm. you know, that is let thy will be done. Yeah. That's exactly like what Jesus yeah. was saying to yeah. God before he went on the cross was God. I think this is fascinating. This could actually be a podcast in and of itself. Jesus asked God to take the cup from him. So what he was saying was like, 
If there's any other way. If there's another way mm-hmm. to save the world besides going on the cross, let's do it, God. And God did not change his answer. And so thy will now, be now done was part the- of Jesus conforming his will to God's yeah, will. Good. And so I think sometimes we miss that prayer is really not about asking God for stuff, but it's about conforming our will to his so that, mm-hmm. so that we're in agreement mm-hmm. with him. That's good. Think about, think uh, real quick, think about how, what that patterns for us Mm. when, when Jesus says like, Hey, if there's any other way, take this cup from, from me. Listen, we've been there, right? Yeah. (laughs) How, how he showed us then Mm. he didn't take the the cup from him that, that, that's went, right. You know, That's good. So sometimes he's just not going to take it from us. Yeah. Sometimes we have to w- walk through it. For me, it was a two year. It was two years. Yeah. I, I look back at that now. It seems like that two year period was five years, mm-hmm. but it, cause it felt so long, but he didn't, he didn't take it from me. Yeah. Like right. I, I had to wade through, I had to wade through it. I had to right. navigate through it. I had to, I had to, to do it, yeah. you know? And so that was modeled for us. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, the next one is requests. So asking God, yeah. um, for things. The next one's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, number five is worship. So worshiping mm, God for who yeah. he is and the attributes, um, that we learn about him through the Bible. The sixth one is dedication. So, um, I think of when we dedicate something, it's giving it to God or acknowledging that God, like we're just stewards and it's really God's. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, our home. In a formal, our, yeah, I was going to mm-hmm, say, in a mm-hmm, formal way, mm-hmm. we've dedicated our children at mm-hmm. church to say, yeah. God, we want the way that we raise our children to honor you, and we want them Are to we, serve we you. We can dedicate our our talents, our time, talent, our time totally. and talents. Like we can say, you know, God, I'm dedicating this yeah. job to you. Absolutely. And, and I, I have this job because of you, and now I just want to dedicate it to you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, number seven, is um, intercession. So that's where we're praying for other people mm-hmm. on behalf of other people. And I think knowing those types of prayers can also be helpful because I think sometimes if prayer feels foreign to us or we're, we're not in the habit of doing it, knowing ways to pray or knowing um, it's not a formula, but a reason or an mm-hmm. opportunity to pray, I think can be really, really helpful for us. I know, um, for me, prayer has felt, um, like a safe place, like yeah. safety. I, I, I have been, um, here in the last couple of years, our, our oldest son, um, had a neurological mm. situation mm-hmm. where he, they discovered a brain, a, a blood clot in his brain. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done if I wouldn't have been able to pray through that. Right. Because, because you mentally and emotionally, you can only take yourself so far. Right. Right. You can't control a situation. You can't control what to do. So when I pray, especially in situations like that, when I pray, I feel like I can release that or Mm -hmm. give it over to a power higher than me. That's good. That's really good. Um, I think two, oh, fiddlesticks, what? whatever I was going to say, just popped oh. out of my brain. <laughs> you, you said fiddlesticks. Well, that's kind of an old word. I, and, and listen, I said the S word, but I, I needed, I needed to say it I know, because know. I, because it, 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 it was what happened. It was the real, it was real. That was real. That that's was real. Really and, and you know, that happened to me in counseling too, Matt, when, when I started to say the real things like that, my counselor would say, okay, now, 
we're getting somewhere. Now we're going. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Now, that's so good. now we're now this is the beginning of your growth. That's so good. Um, because when we are people pleasing and we are saying the things that we feel are expected of us, mm-hmm. when something different is going on and stirring in our heart, um, it, that's a hard life to live. Yeah. When um, when you can't be who you are. Totally. Um, so yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, I think this is a great conversation and I feel like it's something we're going to need to come back to again because there's so much to explore um, in regards to prayer. And I think sometimes um, if I could have like one parting shot on the topic of prayer, it's if you don't know what to do, that's okay. Just start talking to God. Just open yourself up to him. Um, just say, I don't tell him, I don't know what to pray, but I know that I want to and I want to start that as a practice. Okay, before... We say goodbye. Okay. Can you think of a a prayer that was answered in a way that you're like, there is no other explanation except for that was the hand of God answering. You want a big one or a small one? Because I have Um, a I have a unique one. uh, I'll give you. It actually has to do with you. So I don't know if you remember this, but Mallory and I were newly married. And we were going, th- we weren't going through anything necessarily bad. It was us trying to like pay off some school debt and da 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 da. So we were really, really tight on our finances. And um, I don't know, I can't tell you, I don't want to like misrepresent God or this story at all. So I can't tell, I don't remember if we actually prayed for this intentionally or if it was just oh, like if a God Mallory thing, was involved she would did. know the detail you, well you, she would know the yeah, details and she would have prayed specifically I'm sure so um so we were anyway we were we were really looking at our finances and you happened to be on television that morning so I think you're on Fox 8 News in Cleveland and we something that Mallory and I enjoy doing is going to theater and you for somehow there was someone at the TV That's station right. That gave you tickets like for that night or like the next day well, or something. And you know, I'm not really. A, and it was like yeah, the Blue Man Group, yeah, I yeah, think. No, or it was a. Ta- it was some, some sort of stomp. Some sort stomp. of stomp. It yes, stomp. yes, the, yes, the, yes, the, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. And so you you came home and you got you were like, guys, do you guys want these tickets? And I just remember thinking like, God, what a fun nudge, or just a fun like I see you and I'm gonna bless you. Yes. Um, which I think so was good. it's it's it might be small or silly to someone, but it really felt really big to us. Like yeah, that God sees that we're trying to be good stewards. Here's the other one though. We um, had two boys, and Mallory was packing up. And I love this about my wife because I am not like a picture seer when I pray, and she, she is, is. She is. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was organizing some clothes in the basement to get rid of the, to get rid of a sale at our church. And she was going through some baby stuff and she went through this, she had this pair of shoes that our kids had. And she said, she felt like the Lord just whispered to her, don't get rid of them yet. And she said, she laughed out loud and was like, my husband is done having babies. Like (laughs) we're not having any more babies. And so here's another thing I love about my wife. This is going to turn into the Mallory bears podcast (laughs) is she is so careful not to be a manipulative wife that she sat on that and didn't say anything to me about it and just prayed. Mm -hmm. And she was telling the Lord, if you want us to have a third child, you're going to have to change something in my husband's heart. Very long story short that involves some other things, but 
we were on the way to a um, major league baseball game with two other couples from our church that are dear friends of ours. And for some reason we weren't able to drive together because of other stuff. Mm -hmm. So Mallory and I had like an uninterrupted hour and a half in the car. And I don't know why I, I, part of me does. There were some things going on with some friends of ours and their family and their siblings and that kind of thing. But I said to her in the car, um, this would be three months later. I said, Mallory, I think we should try one last time for a baby. I think we should have a third child and see if, if God blesses us with that. And and Mm -hmm. truth be told our second child, we didn't have an easy time getting pregnant with. Right. Right. And so, and we weren't getting any younger. We were 35. And so we were like, okay, Lord, if this is your will, would you, we, our request of him was that he would make it quick and fast and not to be weird, but it happened in the first month that yeah. we that we felt like the Lord so was good. calling us to have another child. And she is blessed. I can't imagine our family without Remy. And so, you know, for that, just her praying in the stillness of her heart, being intentional not to be a manipulative wife that's like, mm-hmm. let's have a baby, let's have a baby, let's have a baby. She was like, you're going to have to change my husband's yeah. heart. And, and it's just so good. It was, it was, it's a cool story for us yeah. of how Remy came into our family. That's great. What about you? Well, I had two while you were talking and they Did both, you forget? they both left my mind because I okay. got so, I got so, got so wrapped up in what you were saying. <laughs> I had several, I had, I had several that I was going to share and now they're literally not there because all I can think about is Remy. <laughs> well, she's lovely. Well, here's, here's what I'll say for you is you have had things, um, you've made some big moves in your homes mm-hmm. and some of that have been mm-hmm. God moments where mm-hmm. we're like, Ooh, that couldn't have happened mm-hmm. any other way. No other way. Um, Teddy's health oh was a goodness. big one for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you've had some really big things where it's like that couldn't have happened without the Lord. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When Joey, our youngest son got in a, some trouble and that whole thing was really hard and yeah. God just saw us through every step of that and just put the right people, um, you know, in our, in our path. It was amazing. Um, and, and I would say that sometimes, sometimes I can look at answered prayer at, at, at like traumatic times, like, totally, yeah. Right. Instead of just like, you know, God, God, I prayed this and God did that. Okay. I've got a really good one. Well, and that's, I think that's for me why the stomp tickets are so precious Yes, is because I think often I look at my like deepest, darkest wounds. And I'm like, God, where were you? Yeah, exactly. So sometimes it's, for me, it's fun to reflect on things like getting stomp tickets when yeah, you're really right, watching right. your budget. Right. Like, that's a fun right. God moment. So, so, um, when we had the inn and we were going through all this with my family, um, we had, a um, well, I was journaling through that whole time. So it's, it's so fascinating and wonderful to go back to old journals yeah, and to read. And often I would write prayers. So right. I wrote a prayer Three months before this happened, I wrote a prayer that asking God to do something special for Daryl because, you know, Daryl was raised Amish and was not um, familiar with family trauma and drama. 
um, like he, he just wasn't. So I said, you know, God, if you could just do something really special for Daryl, like maybe, maybe you, maybe a hunting trip to like Arizona <laughs> or Colorado or somewhere he's never been to New Mexico. Like yeah. it would be awesome if maybe it was a hunting, I'm giving God ideas. <laughs> like I'm literally like praying You're and like, giving hey, God the ideas. God. Like God, if you are listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, so three months, fast forward three months, we have a group of hunters stay at the bed and breakfast and they they had shows on the outdoor channel yes and they loved we had them at our house for supper while they stayed with us and before they checked out the one man looks at daryl and he shakes his hand goodbye and he says daryl hey i just want to ask you uh would you want to go on an african safari with us we're gonna we're gonna shoot a show for the outdoor channel and we'd like to invite you to come along and and in my heart like a zinger God said, you know, you were asking for Arizona and I was planning for Africa. 100%. So um, I do think that God um, doesn't need our ideas. Totally. You know, he, he sees and knows and he's going to take care of us. Like we can trust him. I love um, that. You know, with our heart and with our life and with our with our spouses. So, and our kids. So, yeah. Totally. Prayer's been a so huge good. part of my life. Yep. All right. Well, here's our parting shot is if you haven't prayed or maybe it's been a while, do it. Just start. Yes. And if you don't know what to say, guess what? God doesn't need you to have a perfect script right mm-hmm. now for him. It's true. He's not he's not waiting for that moment. Yeah, it's good. So um yeah, just do it. Hey, well, thank you for joining us on this conversation all about prayer. You know what I want to explore sometime is that mm-hmm. I wrote down is prayer rhythms. Like mm-hmm. what does that look like? Because mm-hmm. I have some some things I think we yeah. should talk about. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you so much for joining us in this conversation about prayer. Whether ordinary or extraordinary, we hope you see that these, these are, are good, good days. days. This episode brought to you by Water Creek Foods. Walnut Creek Foods is a company in the heart of Ohio's Amish country. It's family-owned and operated, and there is a fantastic store in Walnut Creek featuring all of the product made by Walnut Creek Foods. I've worked with Walnut Creek Foods since 2008, and they have my full endorsement as a trusted brand. WCF is nationwide, so check out your local grocer. They may just carry this wholesome brand. For more information, check out walnutcreekcheese.com or walnutcreekfoods.com.